0: Welcome to the Business Fun Size Podcast,
1: a weekly discussion on a business topic to help you grow your business with me, Bertie Cordingly,
0: and me, Debbie Duda.
1: Let's jump right in. Now. Good morning.
0: (laughs) Morning, Bertie.
1: Good morning, Debbie. How are you?
0: I'm all right. I'm looking forward to this morning because I think it might be a bit sweary as we've literally got one of the worst swear words in the title.
1: It's not the worst, though, is it? This is this is just a normal, everyday word now. I think it's used in context. It's okay?
0: Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's not the worst word, is it? Um, so, yeah, what are we talking about this morning, Bertie?
1: Well, today we're showing you how to F-perfection. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck perfection. Fuck
0: perfection. Um... So, um, yeah, we didn't prepare for this to honour the title... Exactly.
1: Of the talk. We normally, have some notes. These are just last week's notes on the back of here. Like, doesn't have to be perfect, does it? Showing up's much more important.
0: Yeah, exactly, and that's part of the thing, actually, isn't it? I think when you want everything to be perfect, sometimes you never get started.
1: Yeah, exactly. You
0: never put yourself out there. It's never going to be perfect.
1: Yeah, there's I think with any with any business, with anything that you do, like if you're just waiting for that, that perfect moment to start something magical when all the stars align and it's all it's never going to happen. Like, do it now. Just do it now. So I think perfection is such a productivity killer. It can slow people down so much because it's like, oh, they've maybe done something and then they won't release it because it's not perfect and then it never gets done. And what you know, perfection is so subjective anyway. Something that you think is amazing, I might think is rubbish. So, like, who's who's to judge? Who's to judge, Doodar?
0: And what I've learned is that anyway, things that you think are good, two years later, you'll think were rubbish. Yeah, <laughs> because you'll have moved on and you'll have added to your skill set and you'll have polished around the edges. So it's it's only even if you're aiming for per- perfection, you feel like you've got it. It's only in that one point in time. Mm-hmm. And then a week later, a month later, you're like, oh, I could have improved upon that. So it kind of doesn't exist. Like it could exist for a second and then it's gone. So trying to attain that, it's just not possible. It's just not there. Like, And we we know that saying done is better than perfect. But even if you get to perfection a week later, it's not perfect anymore because you'll see holes in it. So trying to get to this kind of nirvana, this unattainable point is just going to stall you in your tracks.
1: Completely. I think there is that I think, yeah, done is better than perfect always like just get it out there. And I think I think just to put this into context, I'm not talking about, you know, producing shit social media content or doing a shit job or providing a shit job to your client. Yeah, sure. Right, That is not what I'm talking about at all. But, you know, generally, like when you're starting something, like you have to start somewhere. So let's just say yeah. you've made a social media video or a uh, post and then you've looked at that and you've compared it maybe to one of your peers, but they're two or three years ahead. It's not a fair comparison. So you're trying to attain something. Yeah. But it's, it's, just, it's just not practical to do. So you have to start at the beginning. Like if you start, um, yeah, if you're comparing your journey to somebody else, don't compare where they are now. Like scroll back to the beginning of their Instagram feed. Look at that first video that they put out. So, yeah, that's what we're uh, that's what we're talking about here. Just 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 get stuff out there and you can test it in the real world and see.
0: And that's the other thing. If you wait until something's perfect before you put it out there, you might find that nobody is interested. (laughs) And then you spend all this time polishing and creating this amazing video sales page product. And then you're like, oh, actually, I need to go back to the drawing board. People don't want it. And if you're putting stuff out there as you're developing your offer, your sales messaging, your Friday morning lives, you will be able to start moulding it and creating it based on the feedback that you've got. But if you wait until you feel like you're perfect, you're never going to be able to get that feedback, which means you're never growing and learning. You're just in your own bubble, aren't you? Just creating something in isolation. And nothing is in isolation because you're generally creating something for somebody else to use it, buy it, watch it, listen to it, you know, however they're kind of, that that interaction is and if we look back at our first business uh fun size lives uh we were really wooden and we weren't we didn't really know how to interact with each other and we we were just sort of trying something out and as we've developed we've built this rapport that now seems seamless and lovely but if you go and watch the first ones back you know they're not that great but we would never have got to this point if we hadn't have given ourselves permission to just start
1: exactly exactly so yeah like we didn't go and practice there and we just went ahead and just you know did it like we just picked a subject and went yeah. and, and spoke and actually like it's evolved like if you remember the first one that we did before we got names 10 at 10 i can't remember what we'd even called it but it was about a year ago shit it might even be our birthday dude <laughs> might, might even be our birthday um but yeah if you actually if we actually go back i think it was last september so there's a good chance it is um and look at it like the first one was an hour long. I can't remember what we were talking about, but then actually, an hour. Like we went, an hour we spoke for an hour
0: and oh then we did the
1: next one. And then actually, we condensed it down to 10 minutes. So, this evolves. So you just have to put stuff out and try it and see how it works. And then, and then you can, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not implement incrementally build on it. That was the incrementally word, I began with build
0: building it. Yeah, and I think the other thing is, so when this this week I spoke at a conference and I got such great feedback from my talk at the conference, everybody saying, oh, it's amazing, you're the best speaker, which is great because that just makes me want to do more of it. And at the beginning, it was, awesome. We... <laughs> it was
1: awesome, just saying.
0: Before we went live, Bertie said, had you practised it? No, I hadn't practiced it. I'd obviously put the slides together and I had a sense of where that was going, but I hadn't practiced it. And what that enabled me to do was kind of ad lib and add in funny little bits. And I think that if I'd given that talk and I'd stood in front of a mirror and practiced it word for word, by the time I presented it, it would have felt a bit wooden and a bit over-practiced. And I think actually sometimes when you aim for, for perfection, you polish it so much that it it, it becomes dull.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Does, does that make
0: sense? Like, you kind of like, you keep taking some of the lovely bits away and you're just trying to get it to that point. And actually, humans like humans to be imperfect. We like things to be a bit funny. We like things to feel like they're not completely polished because we can't we can't kind of build a relationship with polish because we're not essentially polished ourselves. So actually having things a little bit rough around the edges, I think is a really attractive quality. And too perfect means it can be a bit boring and dull because you take all the loveliness away.
1: Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. And you've just reminded me, actually, and it's, it's something that stayed with me for a long time. Like, I did a... a it was an investor presentation, and I just thought, oh, I'd be fine, I can just go up and do my thing, but then had to go through all of this... Um, training to do it and it had to be three minutes and their thing was it has to be perfect so right. then my original presentation got tore up I had to then do another one practiced it for weeks and in the end I'd like record myself had it in my headphones had all these special little cue points on the slides to remind me what to do like it had to be perfect I got up on stage and got and then the wrong slides have been put on it didn't have my cue point so that small minor thing completely threw me so within a minute, I'd completely fucked it up. So I stood on stage, stood there, everybody looking at me, and I was just like, uh, uh, uh. Oh, no. Stopped, took a breath, just forgot the slide, and then was just me. Yeah. So the second half was so much better, but it wasn't what it was supposed to be. And that's and I learned from that experience, that like, there is no way now I can go up and have, like, prescribed talk, practice in that way. Like you, I would just have yeah. slides and just be me. Because generally, I can then think on my feet and just do that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's ri- but not everybody can do that. And if you do need that, you know, practice, then do it that way, and that's fine. It's it's a very personal thing, but it doesn't have to be perfect. Like people are buying or people are watching you, and whatever style is you, then that's what they're they're, they're buying into.
0: That's a good point that Lee's just made as well. He says, like, when people on Dragon's Den seem like they're reading a script, it's really obvious and they are more likely to fuck it up. And that's the other thing as well. If you want it to be perfect and you're trying to stick to a script and then you do mess up, kind of like what happened with your slides, it's really difficult for you then to get back into the flow because you've kind of told yourself a story that it has to be exactly perfect. And if you can't attain that, then it all just starts falling away and your brain just starts kind of having a bit of a meltdown. That, that, that's that with speaking, but I think we can put this with everything. Like I work with a lot of people and they think, well, I can't put my website out yet because it's not perfect. You know, I don't have all the stuff in there and it's like, it's, I don't know, 70% done. Just put it out there because honestly your products your services your branding you'll be tinkering with that to the day you die because you'll be like oh i just add in this word oh what if i change this thing oh does that make my conversion rate higher oh if i change the buy it now button to more people buy like actually you want to give yourself permission to keep tinkering with it so it will never be perfect it will never be finished so just get get the stuff out there get the feedback and then adapt and edit as you go along based on kind of what you're learning and and finding out and I think if you are somebody who wants everything to be perfect ask yourself what you're scared of like why does it need to be perfect what 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 happens if it isn't perfect like allow yourself to go down that path of well if it's not perfect then what happens then what happens and ask yourself is that true you know because some people are like well if it's not perfect then nobody will buy my stuff and then my business will fail and then I'm going to end up in a cardboard box and dead or whatever your route to you know, dissolution is. That's not true, is it? No, and sometimes exactly. we hold on to these fears and they're not real, but we're telling ourselves a story. So if you do want to be perfect, just allow yourself a bit of time to examine why. What's the worst that could happen?
1: Yeah. And I, th- I think sometimes it's this comparison thing. Like when I speak to especially like startups and things like that, it's like, yeah, we want to be like Apple and we want to do this and we don't need to test in the real world. It's like Apple do. And bear in mind, <laughs> Apple have been about for like, 30, 40 years now? Yeah. You know, they started off in a garage with Steve Jobs and the other guy, I can't remember his name, you know, with soldier and irons putting bits together. Yeah. You know, that's you know, it it was a startup at that time. So, you know, compare yourself to them, not now. So yeah, I think this this perfection thing also, I think the, the time when it gets dangerous is when people use it as an excuse. Mm-hmm. So it's um, oh, it's your website lunch. Oh yeah, no, it's not finished. What's what needs doing? Mm-hmm. It, it, like and then it never gets launched because if it's not like if someone uses an excuse, if it's not perfect, they don't have to launch it. And then they don't have to fail.
0: Yeah. They
1: don't have yes. to experience that And that's you know, that's that's the uh, that's that's the worry, I think, with these things. When, when, when people are um, too scared to put something out and imperfection is using it as an excuse, it's like, well, just try it. Like, what is the worst that can happen? And when this, these thoughts come into their head, like they're not real, like is their business going to fail because their website's not perfect? I've just relaunched my website this week. I've literally got four pages copied from my old one, but I needed it moving over and it's 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 done. Is it perfect? Far from it. There's loads of things that needs changing on it, but it's there and it's working. It's doing its job. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, we follow this advice ourselves as well and we're doing all right.
0: Yeah. Make it up as you go along, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, So George, thank you for commenting. So George has said, I've learned that it's not fair to ask for perfection from my growing team. Oh, that's a really good point. Um, it sounds stupid, but I put such high standard on things and it's not realistic. I think it's because it's my baby. I think like that but I can't expect that level from others. Yeah, if you're a perfectionist and then you're expecting people around you to also meet your high standards, that's really hard, isn't it? That's a lot of pressure to put on people because actually everybody makes mistakes sometimes and gets things wrong. And that's how we learn. Like we learn from our mistakes.
1: Exactly. And I think with you, George, well, you know, it comes back to that that initial point, like perfection is so subjective. So it's like, you know, like art is subjective, isn't it? So someone Mm. might do something and they might think it's at that, perfect level for them but it's not to your standard and is that good or bad or so it's very different so yeah giving your team the autonomy to to actually go out there and make mistakes and learn from that and step back is really difficult um, especially when you're growing a startup and I found that and when like you know going back to like the fill my belly days it was like in my head it was no one can do this but me I'm the only person that can do this. So to be able to let that go and just see what happens is a really, really powerful thing um, to be able to do. So well done uh, for recognising that. And it sounds like you're doing that as well. But, you know, I feel you. I understand how difficult that can be.
0: Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I feel your pain, George. When I first co-launched my first business a decade ago, we had a team. And there's a bit of me that's like, I can just do this faster. I can just do all of this faster than having to train you how to do it. And then you're not doing it as quite how I would do it or as fast as I would do it. And that letting go is really hard because you're just like, I might as well just do it because I can just get on with it. And I think giving, trusting other people and, and letting them know that you trust them and letting them know that it's okay if they make mistakes and you'll be there for them. That's a skill in itself, isn't it? Especially when it's your baby, because you know exactly how you want Things to be done. But I think sometimes people sometimes you make mistakes and amazing things happen out of the mistakes that you could never have predicted. So that's the other side of this as well. When we're perfect, we're controlling all elements. And that doesn't allow for magic and extra things to come around. And when we let go of that control, sometimes interesting things happen you know some businesses are built out of odd quirks that they didn't kind of realize were going to happen I have got no examples but I know in my head there are some out there in the world and actually by allowing things to kind of organically grow you might see opportunities for your business or different areas of growth so having having that like knuckle hard control over stuff all the time can be counterintuitive
1: Yeah. And it can be very tiring as well. Very tiring.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exhausting. (laughs) Let go.
1: Yeah. Just just let go. I think, yeah, you know, going back to like, you know, what George was saying, I think if you've got rather than actually micromanaging and, and being in the detail of everything, if you can step back. And instead of managing the individual work, actually manage the process of seeing things through mm-hmm. from end to end, how these ideas help prioritizing, test them out. What did we learn? What did we, you know, all of that stuff is a much better use of your time than getting involved in like, oh, actually, you know, uh, this font's two points too big on this. It's like, fuck off. Just leave it as alone. Let us do our job. Uh, you know, and then you can grow the business in that way. So, you know, those, those things are much more important.
0: Is it like a pick your battles? PYB yeah. pick your battles like what's really mission critical or important not all of it is is it let let yeah. some things go
1: yeah that's it and you and you'll be surprised sometimes you'll be surprised actually that stuff that you know maybe isn't perfect to you or you think oh maybe we shouldn't have done that and again it's getting back to that point originally you know we're not accepting um what Lee was saying media I can't say the word
0: mediocre
1: mediocrity is the word I was looking for that's not it that's not what we're talking about here but yeah just just trying things out and just pushing it a little bit is much more important and yeah it's not going to be perfect but you'll learn something from it and then you can build on it from there
0: love it so lovely
1: lovely lovely
0: fuck perfection guys Fuck perfection just get it done
1: have <laughs> got the finger in the middle look you can't it's just like poking up like up here like somewhere some, yeah it looks a bit there. dodgy but there's a finger <laughs> behind us
0: <laughs> all right well i think that's it for today i think,
1: I think we're done i think we are hey. done
0: Thank so, you very much for watching.
1: Thank you very much. If you watched this live, you're watching the catch up, thank you very much for joining. This will be on the podcast as well, live at one o'clock today. If you want to just not look at us and you can just hear us <laughs> in the air. Uh, yeah. On all good podcast apps and all that stuff. So thank you very much. And we will be back next week, 10 a.m. for 10 minutes ish of chitter chatter about another subject, which we're about to figure out now. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Business Fun Size Live podcast.
0: Join us every Friday morning at 10am.
1: On my LinkedIn.
0: And over on my Facebook page.
1: If you've enjoyed this podcast, it would be amazing if you could leave us a review.
0: And we'd love for you to come and say hi to us on social media. See you next week. Bye.